hello to the friends of Show Up and Stay. This is a message for those who have been listening week to week. I want to apologize for the gap in episodes that you've experienced over the last several weeks. I did make a commitment to doing a weekly podcast at the beginning of the year, but some things have come up and have changed my trajectory on that. This regroup is basically to ensure that I can keep both the Show Up and Stay nonprofit mission on track, but also dig deeper into this recent area of interest for me, which is something I've talked about in a few prior episodes on the show, the Sober Positive Workplace Initiative. There's some momentum building around this, and I had an idea that came around that could have the potential to change some hearts and minds. This is borrowing some words from my favorite recent guest, Dr. Carl Fisher. There's been a little bit of work happening behind the scenes with preparation to mobilize our initiative to build more inclusive workplace cultures for the sober, sober curious, or anyone that may consider themselves someone who doesn't drink alcohol. And also for those that don't even consider any of this yet, but might at some point in the future. September is Recovery Awareness Month, and the timing feels right to build some goodwill on this issue. The formula we're working on hits on many key areas of concern for those who are currently living an alcohol-free lifestyle. How do we reduce stigma in the workplace and as a whole? How do we build welcoming communities for those who have struggled with substance use disorder to keep them sober and prevent relapse? How do we get more people willing to ask for help or seek out help? How do we find more ways to engage our sober friends and our communities and our workplaces? How do we accelerate and maximize the already shifting thoughts around alcohol culture? How do we build sober communities that are not only doing the amazing work of healing each other, but also feel connected to the larger vision? How do we take the individual experience and multiple paths to recovery and find some common ground? How do we not segment the issue of addiction and recovery in ways that leave other people behind? I am certainly not proposing that I have a plan that is going to solve all of those things. I would hope that you would be concerned if I did. We're trying something, and we'd love your help. We will be posting several episodes of the podcast in the month of September. These will all be focused on the Sober Positive Workplace Initiative. And there are many ways that you can help, and there's no requirements to do so. All humans are welcome, and sobriety is not a cost of admittance. What I'm looking for is anyone who would be willing to follow LinkedIn Sober Positive Workplace as a way to help organizations see that this is an important issue and impacts people no matter where they stand on the spectrum of their relationship with alcohol. I will put the link that you can follow in the show notes. You can also find a quick link on our website, which is SoberPositiveWorkplace.org. You will find information about our project there, as well as on our LinkedIn page. So sorry for the commercial today, but I wanted to get this mini episode posted just to let you know to not give up on us while we're reinventing ourselves a little bit. I cannot tell you how much it means to me to know that there are people who listen to this podcast every week. I see you. Thank you so much for everything that you have done to help build my momentum. I couldn't do it without that. You can continue to reach me at info at showupandstay.org, at Instagram at showupandstay.org. Sober Positive Workplace website can be found through the Show Up and Stay website or at soberpositiveworkplace.org. We'll be back in September. 
Until next time, be well. You can help us reach our goal of 1,000 followers to our Sober Positive Workplace LinkedIn page by following the link in the show notes. Our music comes from the wickedly talented Katie Hare.